Is This a Ghost is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. If you, when you throw your back out, you're going to also want to have some Pickney Bend Distillery on hand. Um, it doesn't make your back better, but it does make you care less about how badly it hurts for oh, a little man. while. That is like, that is the theme of the Christmas season right here. Like, do you want a special magical drink that makes you care less about things? Now is the season for that thing. Do you think we rely too much on alcohol? Like, you and me? Oh, oh you and me. As a world. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Those are two wildly different questions. Um, as a world, no. I think, I think anybody that got through 2020 and is like still here, if there's no judge it, it, this is a no judgment zone like yeah. for the rest of our days this is a no judgment zone that's true we've earned it for the literal rest of mm-hmm. our time here i think you're right yeah like somebody on facebook was giving giving people shit about you know christmas decorations going up too early and oh it's not even thanksgiving yeah no we made it through some tough shit and i'm gonna put up my christmas lights on the 5th of July, and you are just going to have <laughs> See, to deal with that. I might not take mine down all year and leave them turned on every night. All those I, I might do. blow up a giant root, six and a half foot Rudolph in my front yard every day in 2023, and you can shut the fuck up about mm-hmm. it. All those Hoosier-ass people in my neighborhood that never took down their Christmas lights, I'm understanding now. They got it, man. They, they, were, they were ahead of the curve. They were early adopters. Mm-hmm. They knew. This is an ad for Pickney Bend Distillery, <laughs> and we <laughs> we have gone off the rails slightly, but it's still delicious gin and whiskey. It really is. It really is really nice, and uh, we're so grateful to them. And if you have not yet had the pleasure of trying Pickney Bend Distillery, mm-hmm. you're doing it wrong, my friend. Mm-hmm. So you should go to P-I-N-C-K-N-E-Y-B-E-N-D dot com. Check out all the wonderful things they have to offer. I mean, really, it's it's good old it's good old American corn. For good old American whiskey, but not in not in the way that we don't like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not in the not in the not in the challenging American way. Right. Yeah. In the, in the cool American yeah. way. Uh, so leave those lights up, everybody. <laughs> that's the po- that's what I'm yeah. getting to. Yeah, we we'd survive something together. We really did it. I, I lost. Tra- it's it's good to if you oh if you throw out your back. This mm. is this is gonna help. For in small ways, for small times, mm-hmm. my back is still really messed up. Yeah, it ditto. doesn't feel good. I pulled the like the little muscle like ne- like next to the spine, like not on the spine because that's that'd be like spine damage. But like the one yeah, next to the bad. spine, yeah, that one is all fucked up. That one's like yeah, really in bad in a bad spot. Yeah, it's somehow tied. It's in a knot somehow. It, mm-hmm. It's connected at both ends to my mm-hmm. body, but somehow tied itself into a knot, and mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't work anymore. So I wake up three times a night now screaming in pain. <laughs> Every time I try to roll over, uh-huh. uh, it hurts so bad that I wake oh. the whole house up. It's anyway, big knee bend. <laughs> I'm sure there's something in there we can use. Yeah. <laughs> Editing is really an art. Yes, it is. If, yeah. I don't know if people appreciate it enough. <laughs> I certainly do. everybody welcome to is this a ghost i'm clayton smith and every week i tell my friend patrick dean a real ghost story from real history and i'm 
I'm starting to think he's not taking them very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep showing up. That's that's, that's all the contract more than says. I thought would be the case. This is like episode 32. Oh man, that's that just seems like a lot. It's still happening. It's still happening. This is great. Oh god, what are you what are you drinking tonight? Um, I am drinking about five fingers of Fireball right now because <laughs> it's literally the only thing we have in the house. That is so much Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's like I don't. It's I think what is it like thirty proof? It's like wine. It's like a spicy wine. You know, I think mm. it's not much proof. <laughs> it's got to be some more proof. Maybe fifty proof or something. Also, like do you that. remember when mm-hmm. we were <laughs> we worked at Blockbuster back in college? Mm-hmm. Um, were you around? I, you must have. You must have been around uh, the nights that we would like drink Goldschlager from the bottle. Oh at the store. yes, oh, that's the God. worst. It's the worst, and that's what you're doing now, mm-hmm. minus yeah. the gold flakes. Yeah, I don't really like. I guess I guess Goldschlager became became Fireball. I mean, that's the only thing I can really think of. It's nothing. It that's it's the same, it's, yes. right? It's the same thing. It's 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 like a different color, and it's apparently you know less precious. But they ran know, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they ran it through a, um, a colander, but otherwise mm-hmm. it's the same. Yeah. Right? So when you're throwing it up in four hours, mm-hmm. it's gonna hurt so bad because <laughs> you had too much of it. Uh, and your roommate's gonna be sifting through your vomit trying to find <laughs> ten cents, <laughs> trying to strike it rich. <laughs> God, those were those were the days, huh? Mm. <clears throat> those were days. <laughs> Correct. Uh, oh, I have some news before we get started. I have some exciting news. We have a website. We do. Did I tell I, you that? I don't I, think I told you. We am have, I on there? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, in spirit. <laughs> we you haven't signed the release photo. yet, so not. <laughs> That's right. I did put some words about you up there that oh. um, I don't think you're going to ever check in on because is, you'll forget. Yeah. So, is it just like lore Mipsum type stuff or is it actual like real words about me? It, well, the words are the the mm. words are real words. Okay. I'm going to have to Google it now. No. I'm, I'm they, hey, we're, this is no, this is you're on the clock. This is no time for this. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to be like Patrick and go see what words I wrote about him, you can also go to is this a ghost.com and check it out. Wow. That was still available. That URL. Uh, yeah. Can you believe it? I'm, I'm amazed. Yeah. Yep. And so if you go there and, and the best part about the website, you can go and you can read a little bit about us. You cannot see photos of us because Patrick wouldn't sign the release for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you can submit a ghost story to us. So now if you have a ghost that you would like us to talk about, you can, you can still, you can go leave us um, a really good five-star review and tell us what to do on Apple podcast. That's preferred. But if you don't want to do that, you can also go to our website, which has pictures of ghosts and you can submit your ideas there. Um, and check, it's not a very good website. It's, uh, I mean, it's not like a GeoCities website, but it's not it's better. It's yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> is this a ghost.angelfire.com? <laughs> uh, no, it's better than that. It's, it looks solid enough mm-hmm. for what we do right now. <laughs> it, yes. I, I would, I would say so. Now I, I don't see any, uh, photos of nude Abraham Lincoln on here, which I am a little concerned about because see, it's interesting. I, did, I was just yeah, I editing did sign that, that episode. So that you did. <laughs> I was just edit, editing that episode this weekend. Um, I had forgotten how much you talk about him being naked <laughs> and it is a lot. Um, I, so uh, if I tell you what, if I find any pictures of Abraham Lincoln in, uh, in, in, the, in, in the all book. his glory, yeah. yep. I, I, that I will add it to, to our website mm. somewhere. 
But uh, yeah, those words about you, I think, are accurate. Yeah, I think so. There were words. I didn't read them all, but they're probably Yeah, I figured you wouldn't. (laughs) So it's safe. Anyway, you can check us out there, and it'll be great. And if you do want to email us, we do. I did lose the battle uh, of the email addresses trying to get an at isthisaghost.com because Google, Google... Google is so complicated, <laughs> and I am so mad at that. I fought for a long time, um, and I I wouldn't say they won. I'd say we were at a stalemate, mm-hmm. and that we have both decided at this point. Google and I have both decided, like, let's just take a break mm-hmm. and regroup. And while we do that, in the meantime, you can email us if you want at isthisaghost at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best we could do right now. Um. Oh. Because we don't have any fun. Pigney Ben doesn't pay us money. They only pay us sometimes in whiskey. Yeah. And those hosting complaining about. Yeah. But no, of but. course. Yeah. But those hosting services, they definitely complained when we mailed them all that whiskey. They <laughs> did not like that. Yeah. <laughs> what is this wet envelope that smells like fire? <laughs> so go, go, go populate it with your eyeballs, everybody. Um, but, but, but meter your expectations <laughs> about what you might find there because it's, it's not a lot. But uh, yeah, if you do have a ghost for us, let us know. That's a good place to do it. It's a whole it's a whole thing set up for you to do that to make my job easier. Mm-hmm. Do you see the Apple? I sent it to you, the podcast review um, that was so kind. And one of the very kind things that was said was that we do such extraordinary research. <sighs> do you think they were joking? <laughs> or do you think... Do you think we're? Do you think I'm really good at this? <laughs> uh, hmm, I mean, it's it's yeah. I, I think people on the internet are nicer than we give them credit for. I think that's that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna chalk it up to. I am stunned to hear those words coming from anyone's <laughs> mouth, but especially your mouth. This <laughs> is not the Patrick that I have known for so long. Uh, in that spirit, I did. I was dogged in my research for this week, and I think you're gonna really appreciate it. Wow, it's really, gonna like the, the whole quality of the episode is gonna have to have to get ratcheted up a little bit it yeah like. it would be not like it that's true i think listen if you're listening out there and you have not yet rated us um five stars is is preferred mm-hmm. but then in your comments you could be like you could temper <laughs> temper your feelings <laughs> on this just a little bit because uh it's a lot to live up to all of a sudden mm-hmm. i got all these people listening who are like this is great i love this show and it's like oh if you said you sort of like it i can yeah. hit that bar every week no problem yeah yeah it's you know it's it's like like you get in an uber and the driver like clearly has a family that they're supporting and you know but they're also like smoking in the car and <laughs> they ran over something that you didn't get a chance to see when you ran over it and you're like mm-hmm. okay still five stars but i have some recommendations to make yes that is we are yeah. we are the complicated uber drivers of the internet <laughs> i think that's that's a good analogy for us <laughs> Um, and with that in mind, I have a ghost story for you today, Patrick. <laughs> I would like you to uh, to cast your memory back mm-hmm. uh, and think about the year 1798. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was going to be a recent I one, know, didn't you? I know. You fucking tricked me. So, uh, 1798. Okay, so America was free. All right, so I'm okay. I'm, I'm I'm level. In what here. sense? Like we weren't. Well, okay. Some of them. White America was free. White <laughs> okay, America yes. was free. Yes. Oh, the classic America sense. It was free. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The white. Yeah. White America was free of White Britain. And what else happened in 1798 ish? Uh, Alexander Hamilton was probably uh, being a real dick about central banks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody's probably uh, um, really afraid of the year 1800. 
you know. <laughs> yep, yep. Computers were all going to reset. All their abacuses mm-hmm. were going to uh, to reset, and they would lose everything. 1798, the date was February 13th. Mm-hmm. Captain James Westlake, which is a pretty good name for a boat captain. Oh, yeah. Because like, it includes a body of water yeah, that's <laughs> in the like name. Boat captain at birth right there. Right. Like. Captain Westlake, he was in charge of a uh, of the Eden Bridge, mm-hmm. which was a British ship carrying mm. cargo to Europe. Okay. Europe, as you might know, is very close to Great Britain. That's all. Wait, so that's all he did? He just like drove the little. It sounds like a pretty easy job, right? <laughs> <laughs> you could just tie a rope to the other side and pull yourself. <laughs> Some people literally swim that distance. <laughs> I'm a boat captain, but I can always see the land. I don't, I'm a little afraid of not being able to see the land. Yeah, they had to repurpose a lot of these captains after 1776. <laughs> well, not sailing over there anymore. So uh, you get to go to France. It's four miles away. Now, the Eden Bridge launched on the River Thames, which mm-hmm. is, I'm, as I'm sure you know, a very famous river that flows through London mm-hmm. and oh, other places. Okay. Yep. And it empties out into the North Sea. So the River Thames down to the North Sea. And then there's like the English Channel is south of that. Mm-hmm. And that's what's between um, between Great Britain and uh, and mainland Europe. Mm-hmm. That'll be important geography for later. I'll try to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Britain, water, France. Okay, got it. Yep. Okay, good. So Captain Westlake sails out through the Thames and they... They make the turn around the southeastern corner of Mm -hmm. Great Britain, Mm -hmm. and they head into the English Channel. As they near the channel, though, they see another boat rounding the curve on their same trajectory, um, but it is on a collision course with them. Oh, my god! Like, it is at an angle that it is sailing directly Mm -hmm. toward them. Right. But there's still boats, right? Like... (laughs) (laughs) like there's still boats with bed sheets propelling them like there's 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 like an otter swimming past faster than them right next to it this isn't sure this isn't an emergency (laughs) i mean okay but i counterpoint Mm -hmm. that me i they must have been very hard to turn uh okay that's fair yeah yeah but like but it's not it's not like two sea dudes, you know, wrecking into each other in Lake of the Ozarks. At 80 <laughs> I don't miles think an they're hour. going to explode in a ball of fire. Yeah. no, but I don't. I don't think it's good. It's not preferable. In in a day and a half, we might touch that <laughs> boat accidentally. I'm sorry, everyone. It has been an honor. And now the next day and a half is going to be so awkward because mm-hmm. I've already said my goodbyes. Mm-hmm. So. Shut up, because as they <laughs> they see this boat sailing toward them, and the other boat was smaller, but it was still, it was a good sizable boat. It's a three-mast schooner, mm. mm-hmm. which um, I finally looked up what a schooner is, because I was, I don't. I only know the drink. No. I don't really know. I, is it a, it's like a small boat, I guess? It's not it's a big a, drink. It's a boat with at least two masts, and the rear mast is taller than the front mast now. I you could Day. tell me that is any boat, and I would. I don't. I don't know what makes that special. But that's a schooner. This one had three masts, though, so it had one extra mast. Yeah, and the one in the back was the biggest one. I would. I uh, okay, I would guess so. Yeah, I'm confused why they called the drink a schooner. Then, like, there's no masts in the drink. 
well, not anymore. They've been phased out over time, but in the original, <laughs> if you'll you'll find the uh, the real um, the real hipsters will go back and they will put at least two masks in that drink. <laughs> One in the rear being the tallest. That's right. All I know of Schooners comes from the movie Mall Rats, which I think we've actually referenced on this show already before. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm I've already mined my depths. Uh, anyway, so this other one was a schooner, um, but still sizable, and um, they—it's it, it, not moving. It's not—it's not deviating from its from its path, even though mm. they are going to ram Captain Westlake's boat. Mm. Naval chicken. Mm-hmm. That's right. Classic That's naval right. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so Westlake begins shouting orders to his crew to uh, to engage in evasive maneuvers, which turn. I turn. You, yeah, turn. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, the English Channel isn't that wide. I don't know. It could be that if they turned, they would hit land. If evasive maneuver sounds like they're being chased by this tiny little boat. Like, this is yeah, literally just... This is like Star Wars, yeah, but just, in the 1700s. Yeah. Turn one degree to the left. Over the next day, <laughs> we will avoid this boat. Okay. God, you obviously have have no idea what it I know, took. I to would have wrecked both of these boats <laughs> twice over. I know. I know. Um, so they start, they start, I don't know... I, trimming the sails, I guess they start whatever they start doing whatever it is that you do. <laughs> you, you just turn the thing in the back. You, like, you turn and then you go a different direction. They definitely turned a wheel. Okay, yeah. you would think that would do it. Mm-hmm. He probably I don't turn, know how boats he, work. he turned it like one handle, like one like like handle clock over to the side. That's all he. No, did. I think you do it like they do it in movies where you like spin it and you spin it and you spin it and then you, you just know? like stop it. Yeah, and you okay, stop it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know how boats work, and this is the uh, this is the research that we've become famous for. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, everyone on the Eden's Eden Bridge is like freaking out, right? Because mm-hmm. they <laughs> they yeah. are about to get hit by this. And again, like the English Channel is pretty narrow, so this is probably mm-hmm. happening a lot faster than you are leading our listeners to believe. Well, and again, back then they were used to life being a little bit slower. Like, That's true. You know, so for That's them, it, was, it probably came up on them. This is probably the fastest collision they've ever seen in their mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. What's the movie with Matthew McConaughey where he goes out interstellar? It's like in interstellar, mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey goes out into the further reaches of space mm-hmm. and time works differently there, right? Ah, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so they're, it's kind of like a reverse that. Yeah. Yeah. So like they're on the planet with the big wave. And yeah. they get back to the ship. And Spoiler you're out alert. here. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and you're out here on on in this like the rim of this black hole. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why aren't that's so slow? Yeah. Those idiots. <laughs> <clears throat> so you don't it's it's hard for them. And they're trying and to say they're sh- like, okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But am I, are you going well, I'm not really not. But in, in so was there a part of you when you watch Interstellar? Was there a part of you? that thought about that guy that was stuck on the ship by himself for like 25 years. It was kind of like, man, that sounds sort of nice. <laughs> no, because I saw it before I had children. Oh, oh yeah. Well, then, and I yeah. thought this sounds terrible. Yeah. I can see myself watching it now and being like, this is terrible. But, but if there is a benefit, it here, looks like he has a book. So yeah. <laughs> it looks like he has a book and I bet he has, Gosh, I bet he has like all the Final Fantasy games. So he's probably oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, totally. So, I don't and you know, know he, he does get to like talk to his daughter now. She obviously has grown old by now, but I'm, I'm thinking too. Like, I you know, of course, it's really sad to miss out on all the moments on mm-hmm. life's precious moments, right? But also, well, that's a lot of drama you missed out on, friend. You <laughs> <laughs> and there's something there's something yeah. nice about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I assume that by the time Maple is old enough to listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. podcasts won't exist anymore. I hope. This is my because yep. if she hears me talking like this about her in uh-huh. fifteen years, she's gonna hate it. Jokesy man, you she's gonna be like on a space station at the edge of a black hole trying to fill her time. <laughs> oh, my dad did a podcast when I was young. Let me just listen to this for twenty years. Oh no, he's talking about me. <laughs> so it's like that. Okay. Whatever in that was. Seventeen ninety eight. <laughs> and so the Eden Bridges, they're doing everything they can in their power to to get to change course here. Now the smaller boat is not bothered. They don't. They do not change course. Mm-hmm. And because of this, it, the two boats are going to crash. Mm-hmm. So Captain Westlake, who's just out of his mind at this point, he runs up to the upper deck and he's he's trying to like signal to the other boat with his hands, like mm-hmm. just trying anything he can. Mm-hmm. He's screaming. Um, I don't know, he's like throwing things, <laughs> throwing rocks. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to the people on deck of the other ship like hey excuse me excuse me in about he's, 10 minutes we're gonna crash i'd really yeah, like if we couldn't he's gotta be really polite about it because he is british right in the 18th century yeah, but they might be french so oh, god that's true <laughs> <laughs> so he's up there and he's like he's he's hollering and as the other boat gets closer he is totally stunned to learn that he is hearing not sounds of panic coming from the other ship, but sounds of laughter and merriment. Hmm. There's music playing, oh. and people are just having a very good time. Interesting. So, yes, they, they don't turn on the radio. They don't hear you banging on the walls or anything like <laughs> That's right. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And Westlake thinks, we're going to die. <laughs> we're going to get rammed <laughs> by the ship. We're going to get hit by a party water. boat. Yeah, some, we're gonna, yeah we're gonna exactly. Get, we're going to get hit by a bachelor party, and we are fucked. <laughs> That's what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> but just before the schooner rams into the Eden Bridge, it evaporates into a mist and completely vanishes from sight. Okay, so some good and some bad here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Now, if, if everyone, everyone on Westlake's ship that didn't actually see the schooner is probably looking at him like, dude, you got me all amped up for nothing. And he's like, and then, did you not hear the bachelor party? <laughs> did you not hear it screaming down the channel? They said, you're no longer fit to command, mm-hmm. sir. Exactly. And uh, you're to be put to death now by sea law. <laughs> <laughs> that was the sea worst day of James West's life. Uh, so it disappears. Mm-hmm. Before it disappears, however, Westlake does note the name of the schooner, which is pa- painted on the side mm-hmm. of the ship. And the name of the boat was called the Lady Lovabond. The Lady Love a bond. The okay. lady love a bond. Okay. This was surprising to Captain Westlake because the lady love a bond had wrecked and sunk 50 years before. How did he know that? Is it like, is that part of like the Everyone sea captain's test? Every, I'm okay. shocked okay. that you don't know it. I mean, I, is, everyone knows it. Is, it. is this like part of becoming a sea captain in the 1700s that you have to memorize all the shipwrecks? Is it like like the boring part of becoming a ship captain back then? I think if you actually, <laughs> if you were a ship captain in this particular area, as we will learn, yep. it might have been required reading because um, much, not not too unlike our uh, our South Manitou Island episode, mm. this is a little hotbed for for shipwrecks. Well, clearly, so. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's like, uh, you know, 30 miles of open ocean right there. Anything could happen. You can run into anything <laughs> out there. You never know. <laughs> Again, the English Channel is not, it's like, it's... I have a note on it somewhere. It's not very wide. Yeah. So shut up. <laughs> also, I would love to see you captain a schooner. 
I would love to see what you do behind the wheel of a schooner. I would be just as successful as this ghost schooner. I would have a great time right up until the very end, and then I would evaporate <laughs> exactly into thin air. Right. <laughs> Come back with me now a little bit further. Oh, 50 years for, earlier. Even further. We, 50 where years we, earlier. Where were we so far back? <laughs> and in fact, this is 50 years to the day earlier. Um, okay. February 13th, mm-hmm. 1748. Mm-hmm. Day before Valentine's Day. That's right. Mm-hmm. Famously. America is still part of the colonies. Life is good if you are British. Mm-hmm. The Lady Love Bond on February 13th, 1748, sets sail on the River Thames, as uh, so many boats in this story do, mm-hmm. <laughs> and heads out to the English Channel to sail around the coast of Europe. And the goal is to land at, in Portugal. Okay. At uh, Porto, Portugal, which mm-hmm. I assume is Portuguese for port. <laughs> which is not a very clever name uh, for a port. City. Yeah. I mean, like, knowing what I do, but what I, knowing what I know about European geography, it's pretty hard to, to miss this. Like, li- you, you can see land the whole time. It's, it's literally just like. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. That's right. <laughs> just, it seems like it's going to be an easy trip. Yeah. It's just, it's just staying in your lane for about. <laughs> You know, 48 hours, and then poof, you end up at Port of Portugal. You know who else thought that? Mm, Captain the of the people, Lady Lovabon. The people on the Lady Lovabon. <laughs> or what was it? Lady Lovabon? Lo- yeah, L-O-V-I-B-O-N-D. Lovabon. Yeah. Okay. Lovabon. Yeah, Lovabon. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a very common route for supply runs, mm-hmm. obviously. the uh, At this point, the British Navy was, uh, was kind of adding ships to itself. It was getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was one of the ships that was technically uh, under the the supervision of the uh, the the, English, the Royal Navy, mm-hmm. but the captain of this boat, his name was Simon Reed. He was taking the boat out this day on February thirteenth, seventeen forty eight, not for some sort of official business. Mm-hmm. He, go ahead. It was a pleasure cruise, I would assume. It was a pleasure cruise. There we go. I have it in my notes. Yep. This was a pleasure cruise. <laughs> uh, and not just any pleasure cruise. Simon Reed had just married his longtime sweetheart, Annetta. Oh, I mm. see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yep. Yeah, so the happy couple was going to take their honeymoon in Portugal, mm-hmm. um, which sounds nice. I, I don't know. That's a big sounds, boat. I've never been to Portugal. Is it just the two of them? The whole fucking boat down there? No. Good. Thank you for asking that. Okay. No. Um, it had its normal crew. Because okay. you need a whole crew to sail a boat. Sure, sure. A- and also on board were Annetta's mother and the entire wedding party. Oh, oh, it's one of these kind of trips. Oh, yep. okay, yeah. Yep. It's like a destination yeah. wedding type thing, but you also have like all your work buddies with you. It's destination honeymoon, which is the weirdest yeah. I, part yeah. of the wedding to do with other people. Yeah, yeah. This this, this is a tradition I'm glad they left in 1748. <laughs> so yeah, this is the first party bus actually on record. <laughs> Which is cool. <laughs> a 72 hour party bus with your mother in law is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've fine tuned it over the years. It's yeah. not like that anymore. <laughs> it's a little better. Um, uh, okay. So they're heading out. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Simon, obviously, the captain, he is, he's just beside himself with joy. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you've been married before. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Um, but the crew, however, mm-hmm. they were feeling a little nervous about. The whole thing, mm-hmm. only because and they've been doing this forever. So and they've been sailing with Simon forever. So it's not, you know, they they knew what they're doing. They've mm-hmm. made this route plenty of times. But I don't know if you know this. 
But sailors are a pretty superstitious lot. Oh, yep, 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 yeah, they, yep. All yeah. these noobs on board, you know. Yeah, yep. there were very specifically two big red flags mm-hmm. as far as the uh, the men and the Lady Lovabon were concerned. Mm-hmm. Number one was that there were women on board. <sighs> yeah. That is, I am told, very bad luck <laughs> for, for, for sailing a ship. If you had a woman on board your ship, it was considered extremely bad luck for that ship. Because <laughs> you know how women be. <laughs> I love it. It's it, like in retrospect, in a couple centuries of retrospect, it's very clear what the gist of this is here. Like, no women on the boat. They're um, unlucky. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, it's, they're yeah, unlucky. It's terrible luck to have women on board. They must stay on the land <laughs> while we go on the boat. And drink the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so that was number one. And number two, the ship was launching, as I said, on February 13th, which happened to be a Friday. Oh, was it like the movie hadn't come up by then, though? The movie That's had weird. not come up. The movie's actually okay. based on this lore. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I never saw the first one. It's. So. I mean, they take a lot of liberties. Yeah. That's but funny. it's, <laughs> you know, it's um, in the movie, they're on a lake. Right. Sure. And that lake is, it's its kind of like a, a transgenerational metaphor mm. for the English Channel. It's all, it all makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <It's> fine. <laughs> so Friday the 13th is, uh, is obviously, that's bad juju. Mm-hmm. And they didn't like that. So there's, I mean, it's not, it's bad enough there are women on board, but mm-hmm. also on Friday the 13th, you'll be kidding me, mm-hmm. is the yep. attitude of these men. Yep. Yeah. And as soon as they got on board, they got the pit bull pumping. <laughs> you know, they started, started trying to find a. Trying to find a stripper pole to dance on on the party bus, but it's just right. uh, they're all but, made. Of, they're all but, made. And there are three masks. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. so three stripper great. poles. So they're the size of awesome. telephone poles, but they'll do. Uh, now Simon, though the captain, was not worried. He was in very good spirits. Mm-hmm. I assume he was drunk out of his I, mind. I cannot imagine he knew how to spell his name at That's that right. point. Um, and his crew was very good. Like again, they had sailed for a long time together, so mm-hmm. everyone. You know, they had their shit together, and so he was not worried. They, plus, the best news of this whole thing is Simon's uh, on the ship. His first mate was his actual first mate. It was his best and oldest friend, whose name is John Rivers. Oh, not the wife. Never mind. I, I no, 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 sorry. She's sorry. His, well, she's his latest mate. <laughs> my first mate and my most recent are on board. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Simon and John Rivers had been friends for forever, mm-hmm. uh, and then they had become sailing partners, I, <laughs> I don't, yeah. crewmates, and they were super close. I said Simon was captain, John is the first mate. Um, they were so close that John also, I'm sorry, yes, John. That's the one. Mm-hmm. John also was the best man at the wedding. Makes sense. So he's pulling double duty as first mate of the ship and mm-hmm. like captain of the wedding party. <laughs> and I want to take this time to uh, point to remind you that you were also the best man at my wedding and you did not take us to Portugal. No. Well, but I mean, I, I took us where our budget would take us is where I took us. And where was that? That was Memphis, Tennessee. That's right. <laughs> in January. In January. <laughs> the hotel rates were exquisite. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, the weather could have been better, it I suppose. Was, it wasn't ideal. Yeah. There was, a, we did go to a really great restaurant where the owner came over and said congratulations and then spent 
at least 10 straight minutes telling me very seriously to not get married. <laughs> and so in was, his defense, and in his defense. Well, that one didn't end up working out great. So he ended up being right. <laughs> he played the long game and he was right. <laughs> no, my favorite part of that whole trip that was when we went to went to the Memphis Grizzlies play the, mm-hmm. the Bulls, I think it was. I think it was the Bulls. I think it was the Bulls. And Kirk Heinrich, mm-hmm. a famous, like... Famous fucking Jayhawk. Famous Jayhawk with like, you know, his face is so white. It, 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 there's no way, <laughs> there's no way this dude ever saw one sunbeam. It's like if you put a halogen lamp inside a skull and turned it on. Yeah. That's Kirk Heinrich's face. His face looks like halfway through the ending of Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's what his face looks like. <laughs> before the blood starts yeah, coming. Before the blood starts coming, <laughs> but just before. That's what Kirk Heinrich's face looks like. And uh, he was playing for the Bulls, and there was there was like there was like two thousand people in the stadium, and we have the worst seats in the house. Like the, we somehow ended up in the almost it was the last row, or we close were to the yeah, last I, row. I, I, I think we had like the second to last row, and we we're like, you know what? Let's there sit were in the entire last row. sections yeah. of empty seats between, <laughs> and they and they were announcing that like the starting lineup for the game. And they weren't even cheering for the home team. It was just dead silence, like it was a like a like a basketball game in a library or something like that. And they announced Kirk Heinrich, and you hear this chorus of six boos from the upper deck. <laughs> and even Kirk Heinrich looked up, like, "Who the fuck are these guys?" I'm going record. Uh, I'm a Bulls fan. Was have mm-hmm. been since I was a kid. Yeah, obviously at this point I was living in Chicago mm-hmm. already, yeah. so very much a Bulls fan. Mm-hmm. But he went to KU, and that mm-hmm. is unforgivable. Sorry, buddy. I'll blew that man for the rest of my day. <laughs> yep. uh, oh. I think he quit basketball after that game because he was so shattered by uh, the six boos from no. the very top at least, of the arena. At least something good came out of that trip. Okay. Right. So <laughs> anyway, so back to this wedding trip. <laughs> back to this story. <laughs> uh, boy, I it's weird, but I've lost my place in our notes. Uh, it's odd. Yeah. We've been like staying pretty much on the straight and narrow the whole time. So I'm kind of confused. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. So here we are. So anyway, despite the the fact that it's Friday the 13th and mm-hmm. despite the ominous presence of women, the trip actually went very well mm-hmm. for a little while. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean it, it can't be, but what's the worst? You keep the land on your left and that's pretty much, and, and, and in this case, like also keep the land on your right. Like there, you could see both lands. Yeah. Oh, English yeah. channel. Yeah. Again, people swim it. You can, <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> this shouldn't be hard. Yeah. And yet, and yet, because Simon took this all a little bit for granted, he knew mm-hmm. that his crew could easily make this trip to Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he knew it was Friday the 13th, obviously, he knew there were women on board, obviously, but that didn't phase him because he knew that his crew could just do this yep, with their eyes pilot. closed. Yeah, yeah. But there's one thing that Simon didn't know. And the thing that Simon didn't know is that his best friend and first mate, John Rivers, was madly in love with his new wife, Anetta. Oh. He was so in love with her that the night before the wedding, John had shown up outside her house holding poster board with love messages. <laughs> love, actually? Yeah. What the hell? Come yes. on, that's not fair. Simon was like, who's the door? And John yeah. told her to say it was Halloween song singers, because this was October. No, it's February. <laughs> Valentine's it's Day Valentine- singers. Yeah. <laughs> it's Valentine's singers. And he played a Victrola of, lo- of Valentine's songs. <laughs> and he shuffled through the posters. 
And one of them said, I will always, my wasted heart will love you <laughs> until you look like this. And then he showed a picture of Simon. And that was a sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> and this, their story was the basis for the film, mm. Love Actually. <laughs> I always wondered. Yeah. I'm also wondering, like, how illegible these signs were from this guy at this point. <laughs> he probably had no schooling yeah. <laughs> and did not know how to write. It was pictograms. They didn't reflect that in Love Actually. It was pictograms and men shouting in Cogni accents. That's what it was. That's right. <laughs> I love you. Lock love the boat. <laughs> the boat actually has four masts. It's got three sail masts and then my mast. You know what I'm saying? It stands up tall for you. All set. The boat's a metaphor. Did you get it? Um, <laughs> Again, I don't envy your editing task after this episode. Oh, I'm God. really sorry. It's just, it gets worse every week. Okay. Obviously, that was a film of actually, not this story. But he was actually in love with Annetta. Okay. Um, he had tried to find ways to let her know, but he was conflicted because Simon actually genuinely was his best friend and his oldest friend. He didn't know what to do, and he mostly just bit his lip until the wedding. As best man, he had the just like the prime seat in the house for mm-hmm. the nuptials, mm-hmm. which probably made him feel real good. And once the wedding was over, it suddenly settled on him in a very concrete way that he would never be with Annetta. And the more he thought about that, the angrier he got. Oh, he's skipping right to the right to the angry stage. Okay. Yes. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's it's 1700s. There's not a whole lot of time. So straight yes, to angry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I got to assume he's probably early 20s at this point. He's got about four good years left. So <laughs> uh, I don't know if they've I, I, yeah, I don't know if they figured out scurvy yet, but it's going to take him pretty soon if they haven't. I don't know. <laughs> so on board the boat, the Lady Love Bond, the sun had set. It was nighttime now because they had the wedding first and then they got on the boat. Mm-hmm. So now it's it's a it's an evening pleasure cruise. Mm-hmm. Darkness had fallen completely. Uh, almost everyone was below decks. There were musicians. Everyone was dancing. Having a good time popping corks, celebrating the marriage, mm. uh, just having a blast. The only people who were not below decks, there were only two. One was the bosun, who was piloting the ship. The bo- you, know, you know this term, bosun? I, I'm not familiar, no. So I, I read the, so, okay, so I've learned a lot. From my from the extensive research that I am famous for doing for this show, the, <laughs> I'd heard the term bosun before, B-O-S-U-N, I think from a Neil Gaiman comic book. I think it's from a, um, I think in one of the Sandman episodes, actually, he talks about there's this like female bosun on a pirate ship. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, what the fuck is a bosun? I never, I didn't research it at that point because I didn't care enough. Today I did. And the bosun was basically the person in charge of the deckhands. Charge of the deck of the ship. Now, okay. you m- might not have seen the word bosun, but you've probably seen it spelled differently. Um, phonetically, boatswain, B-O-A-T-S-W-A-I-N. Uh, right, 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 right. Apparently, yes. it's the same yes. thing, but just pronounced bosun. Okay, fair enough. Sometimes right. also pro- uh, spelled B-O-S-U-N. Yeah. Uh, so the bosun was there, who was like, I guess, I don't know, like third in command or so. It seems like, yeah, your first mate, is there a second mate? There is, I don't know if the second mate is over the bosun, because the bosun is, like, in charge of all the idiots, like, swapping the decks and stuff. Yeah, well, in in, in, in charge of, like, the sails and all, yeah, he's... Yeah, it's just, like, a yeah. big job. He's, like, the lead maintenance guy, Second basically. mate, honestly, yeah. feels like an intern at this point. Like, you got the captain, who's going to just yeah. bark orders. The first mate's going to do most of the work there. Yeah, he's got to be competent, yeah. Second, yeah, second, I would imagine, is, like, somebody's son. 
you know, like, yeah. yeah it's like, someone just like crossing their fingers that the first mate gets shot in the face <laughs> so that they could finally have a, a role in the ship. So I would assume the bosun is, uh, is, is third in command, I think, after the first mate. Yeah. I'd imagine like the bosun's first task after the first mate dies is to throw the second mate over the side of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> just swab them yeah. right over the edge. <laughs> So, uh, so the bosun is up there and the bosun is piloting the boat, which is not normally the bosun's job, but Mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, go have fun. I'll, I'll take care of this. Uh, and the only other person not partaking in the merriment downstairs Mm -hmm. was first mate, John Rivers. I can imagine. He is brooding. Mm -hmm. So they're sailing down the Thames and that goes great. (laughs) It's not far, (laughs) but that leg of the journey goes great. And they're out into the Harbor. They round the southwest or southeastern uh, tip of Britain. They enter the English Channel, and suddenly John Rivers sees something that gives him an idea. The Goodwin Sands is a nine-mile stretch of I'm going to say land, although that's not quite accurate. Well, hmm. you'll hear why in a second. Nine-mile stretch of quote-unquote land between uh, God between Kent and Pegwell Bay, and. It is one of the most dangerous passages in the English Channel. Okay. The essentially, so the Goodwin Sands are, they're made up of, it's a massive sediment deposit that's built up over centuries, um, mostly from the Thames, but also from just kind of cross currents in the, in the, in the ocean. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah it, 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 it's a sandbar. It's a sandbar, basically. Yeah. It's a sandbar. Yeah. Basically, yeah. it's a sandbar, but it's a mm-hmm. very, it's a very, fluid sandbar okay yeah very unpredictable very unpredictable yes so the sediments will swirl around and settle different places constantly so the tide Mm -hmm. comes in comes out it like moves the whole thing around Mm -hmm. um but it's so big and so it's strange in that it it moves constantly and it's unreliable but it's it's pretty solid Mm -hmm. to so much so that some some people have posited that maybe there was actually an island here at some point that has mm. basically been worn away over this, you know, sure. millennia. Mm-hmm. There's no evidence for that, but like they're like, oh, it, it's 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 yeah. very strange for a sandbar mm-hmm. because it's so it's so fluid yet so solid. Mm-hmm. Um, so it basically forms floating islands at low tide. So when the tide goes out, it's like, oh, here's where the sands are today. Mm-hmm. At full low tide, as much as one tenth of the total sediment area can be exposed. And again, one-tenth of a nine-mile stretch is... That's, that's for a bit, sure. Yeah. It's sizable. It's almost a mile. Um, and it is... It's so... It usually is so compact and so firm at low tide, you can walk across it. And there have even been cricket matches played on the Goodwin Sands. Huh. Wild. It is... Sounds very strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I don't think I would play a cricket match on something that is famous for swirling around and moving when water touches it. I mean, it sounds exciting to me, frankly, but I <laughs> guess that's <laughs> fine. I mean, there, there was, there was a, there was a area in the Mississippi. Oh, maybe about a month ago or so. The Mississippi was like historically low. And there was this, there, oh, what was the name of the, it's a great, a huge rock formation in the middle of the Mississippi river that was accessible by foot for the first time in like a hundred years. And every bored person in St. Louis <laughs> drove two and a half hours south to this like big rock in the middle of the Mississippi River. And, and how was it, Patrick? I did not go, but I was like <laughs> the only person of our friend group that did not take my family all the way down there to look at the big rock in the middle of the Mississippi River. So huh. I could see I could see it being it being a, uh, an attractive place. Would for, you play rugby on that rock? 
Uh, no, it's rocks. Oh, sorry. So, so yeah, I don't think I would. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cricket. I would not play cricket on the rocks either. No. But <laughs> again, time... th- th- this this is from the point of view of someone who is like constantly entertained by having their phone in front of them. So seventeen hundreds. Right. <laughs> I... I mean, you're gonna get out yeah. there for sure. <laughs> the chance of a One lifetime. Time, <laughs> I went to Spain with a couple friends, uh, Percy and Tom, who you know, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to uh, we stayed. We went to Malaga, which is on the south kind of southern part of Spain, but. We stayed in this town called Benamaldina, which turns out is very British. It's like a, I mean, it's full of British expats. Yep. And we were not expecting that. So we go, it's like British pubs everywhere and stuff. And we walked into one and there was a very important cricket match happening. Yeah. And so we were talking to some guys at the bar. We're like, you know, we're from America. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we don't know cricket. Can you, like, can you just give us like the basics? Mm-hmm. And they laughed and said, <laughs> no. <laughs> so I still to this day don't know what cricket is so like the easiest way to understand cricket is they tried to bring cricket to the u.s in the 1800s um and all of the americans kept finding ways to exploit the rules it's <laughs> what it's it's, it's it's very much like a gentleman's type game like if i hit the ball into that bush over there i'll stop running while you get the ball out of the bush but the americans yeah. were like well why would i stop the balls in the bush i can score as many runs as i want so baseball is literally just cricket, but with enough rules so that the Americans could just stop cheating at it all the time. That's, <laughs> at its core, it's the same thing. It's Makes hit, sense. Hit the ball far, run between the bases, score a bunch of runs. Yeah. My sense of how I would play cricket is how King Ralph played cricket. <laughs> <laughs> God, that movie was great. <laughs> oh, man. I should really go back and watch it sometime. Yeah. I want to watch it all over again for the first time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so the sands were solid enough. You could play cricket on it. Sure. And uh, let's see. Over, uh, According to one source, over 1,000 shipwrecks have been recorded on the Goodwin Sands since t- the year 1298. I mean, they just, now, that's a big window. They just, I mean, but they just pile up at some point. It's not that much. You know, so I thought, if this long. is really true, like they must clear them out because otherwise you now have a dam of ships. <laughs> uh-huh. um, uh, but it's, you know, I, you can see it, 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 low tide, so much as it's exposed and it's like in a different place every day. If you go near it, you mm-hmm. have no idea what you're getting close to, right? Sure. So sometimes ships will just run aground on the sediment um, and that's like best case scenario. Which is still not good because then your ship breaks open and high, the tide All the comes back falls out. Yeah, you drown. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pinata. Yeah. So you go, ah. <laughs> um, but sometimes sediment moves so quickly that it actually creates basically underwater quicksand that sucks oh. a ship down. God, uh-huh. underwater quick. Like, like if the Bermuda Triangle was made of quicksand, uh-huh. I got to be honest with you, that's it's pretty spooky. It's horrific. Yeah. And actually, the specific combination of Bermuda Triangle and quicksand, those are the two things that I was most afraid of in my childhood. So you've really hit on something here. Like if you somehow got stuck inside of a refrigerator and fell into quicksand in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> that would be that, the trifecta. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's, that's it. That's it right there. I don't know why the Bermuda Triangle was such a source of fear in the mid-80s. Or why quicksand was, for that yeah. matter. Um, anyway... So this would form basically quicksand, like just under the water, and then it would suck the ship down, and mm-hmm. then it would the ship would kind of like you know teeter up, right? And it would not be supported; it would break in half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then tide would come in, and yeah, everything would be just like sure. yeah. 
swallowed up and people would die. And in fact, if you go through the Strait of Dover today, which is that beginning part of the English Channel, mm. you can see, apparently, according to the internet, at least two shipwrecks at low tide that have not been cleared. One is the Northeastern Victory, and the other is the Lure Victory. Uh, two American cargo ships that wrecked in 1946 that don't sound actually victorious. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a kick in the pants right there. You, 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 you run an American ship called the Victory. You sail it to England, and it fucking sinks as soon as you get there. Like, And then you send a second one. Yeah. <laughs> called also the called the Victory. Yeah. Also sinks right there. <laughs> oh, what were those ships called? Oh, it's not important. It's not important. I, I no. don't know. I, I don't, don't remember. I don't, yeah. No. <laughs> okay, so the, that's the Goodwin Sands. Mm -hmm. Very dangerous. Now, back aboard the Lady Lovabon, John Rivers sees that they are passing through mm -hmm. the Goodwin Sands, and it's low tide. Mm -hmm. So he can see the sediment mm -hmm. as it lays at this point. Mm -hmm. And he is out of his mind with jealousy and anger. Mm -hmm. And he decides there's only one thing to do. He's going to drive it right into a wall. Just yes, but before he can do that, he's got to take control of the wheel of the ship. Oh, yeah, got to get me, got to kill the boat, son, or whatever. Got to kill is. the bosun. Yeah, <clears throat> so he grabs what is called a belaying pin, which I had no idea what that was. So I did look that up. This is this is actually good research that I did. So there were along like the I'm going to call them the armrests of the ship, which is not right, <laughs> but like the gunwales. Sure. Yeah. The walls of the ship, the gun walls of the ship, um, there were pins that looked kind of like bowling pins that you would mm -hmm. stick into holes in that mm -hmm. top part, and you would um, you would tie the sails there. Okay. You'd like you know, yep. wrap them around there. So basically, think of a big bowling pin with like a peg at the bottom mm -hmm. that you would stick into the slot, the whole things. And they were basically giant, heavy wooden clubs. Mm -hmm. He picks up one of those, and he walks up behind the bosun, and he bashes his skull in and what kills him. What the fuck, dude? This is not feels cool. like overkill. This is not. <laughs> you could have probably no, just talked. You could be like, in "Hey, they're yeah. asking for you downstairs. Why yeah. don't you go have a drink and uh, I'll take care of this for a while?" Yeah, they got whiskey and women and and music downstairs, and someone. Yeah, yeah I, whatever. No, he gets a belaying pin. Yeah, and caves his skull in. <sighs> I'm not on this guy's side anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you were originally on the side of the very furious. Um, uh, jealous <clears throat> supposed best friend. That's that was who you resonated with on this episode. Do you have any notes? I, I don't, <laughs> I have lots of thoughts that I don't want to share anymore. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, so his head's bashed in. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so John takes the wheel and he steers the boat straight into the Goodwin Sands, the shipwrecks. Mm -hmm. And I, long story short, tide comes in. Everyone on board dies, one hundred percent fatality, from just the boat running into a into a beach. Well, the bosun is dead because he got his okay, okay minus one, caved. yeah, yeah, minus one, minus one. Yeah, uh, so they hit it, and the, the boat breaks apart when they hit the sands. Well, and I okay, so everybody else is below deck and drunk. and they're down there, right? So, yeah, so that's the fair. only person, and it is weird, like you would expect maybe John Rivers to live because he's on top. Mm -hmm. But he does not. I don't know how he dies. He doesn't. He doesn't live. No one lives. Yeah. Everyone else is trapped below. Um, shit breaks open. They fall into the ocean. Everyone's dead. Lethal ocean. Sure. Well, it, it, and again, it's middle of the night. 
you know, they're like, all drunk off their yeah. asses. <laughs> they have been drinking, I assume, all day long. Yeah. It's not. It's not like the GPS transponder goes off as soon as they run aground or anything like that. They don't find them for three or four weeks. I would imagine Years, when they're like, oh, "Hey, yeah. I thought weeks, you guys were yeah. supposed to be in Portugal." <laughs> um, yeah. So everyone dies. Uh, obviously, there is an inquisition into the wreck. They mm-hmm. want to figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. They find all this evidence. They find the. Uh, they find the bloody belaying. The bloody pin. bowling pin. Yeah. Yep, they find Rivers on the deck, um, dead from who, whatever, who mm. knows. Um, they find everyone else below deck, drowned. Mm. And uh, John Rivers' mother testified that her son had told her that he vowed his revenge on his best friend. Mm. She yeah. had thought he just needed to blow off some steam. <laughs> that was... A miscalculation. <laughs> and so the people doing the investigation, the the British Navy, they ruled the wreck of the Lady Levabon officially a, quote, misadventure, <laughs> which I think is great. Okay, now I'm seeing why this shipwreck is taught in ship captain school. This is a pretty yes. cool wreck. This is a pretty neat one. All right. It's a very cool wreck. Yeah. So... 50 years later to the day, mm-hmm. again, February 13th, 1798, it was seen again by Captain James Westlake when his ship, the Eden Bridge, nearly collided with it. And mm-hmm. the Lady Levabond disappeared because now it is a ghost ship mm. filled with ghost people. Or as I like to call them, ghosts. Mm-hmm. Exactly 50 years after that. Mm, it's hard math. 1848. Correct. All right. Again, I need another drink. Apparently, (laughs) if you can still do that math, you have not had enough fireball. (laughs) Um, And again, exactly to the day on February thirteenth, eighteen forty-eight, a group of fishermen standing on the shore at Deal, which is, um, it's it's Kent, it's overlooking the Goodwin Sands, basically. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, They were standing. uh, They were sitting at a wharf there. And they saw a ship sail in and wreck on the sands. It looked so real, they sent out men in lifeboats to look for survivors of the shipwreck. Oh, my gosh. When those men all sailed out and they you know, they rode out there and they mm-hmm. approached the spot, mm-hmm. the ship vanished. There was nothing there. Wow. Whew. The same exact thing happened again on February 13th, 1898. 50 years Later, Interesting. men on the shore mm-hmm. saw an actual ship run aground on the Goodwin Sands, break apart. They rode out. Mm-hmm. By the time they got there, it was gone. Hmm. Like by now, like this ship's got to look pretty old. I mean, like this is. <laughs> it's not in the fashion <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know from ships. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. I mean, like. Doesn't have like a fiberglass hull. I don't yep. know when did that come into play. <laughs> and then on February thirteenth, nineteen forty-eight, fifty years later, no, the Lady Lovabond was seen again in what may be its last official sighting. Mm, interesting. Before the advent of cameras, wild. I know, I'm not entirely sure how this works. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Cameras were invented before nineteen forty-eight. How dare you? Now this time. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Bull Prestwick. Bull Pre- Okay. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine naming your child Bull? Again, ship captain of birth right there. I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, Captain Bill Presswick was aboard his own ship and he was passing through the Strait of Dover mm-hmm. into the English Channel when he saw the Lady Lovabond careen across the channel and wreck itself on the Goodwin Sands as it does every 50 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Captain Presswick noted later in his journal that the ship seemed real in every single way. So much so, again, that they also sent a crew out in rowboats mm-hmm. to go check on the survivors. Except that the ship gave off a strange green glow. Mm. When his men approached the ship, once again, it disappeared. Hmm. Now, since 1948, there have been people claiming to see the Lady Lovabond, but right. no official reports. So mm-hmm. possible people have seen it, but not we're not we're not we don't we're not we're not necessarily buying into it. Yeah. And so like on February thirteenth, nineteen ninety eight, I'm assuming it didn't wreck for a sixth time or whatever. Nothing official on the books. Okay. There were some people who were like, I think I saw it, but whatever. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um so we skipped nineteen 19- 98 and it is now as you and i are sitting here talking about it is now 25 years until the next potential sighting we're halfway through Mm -hmm. a cycle Mm -hmm. which i think gives us just the right amount of time to raise the funds for a proper expedition start uh, who's with me (laughs) start banking some southwest points and we are gonna yeah we are gonna head over there Mm -hmm. when i'm sure one of us will be dead by then but you're 2048 oh absolutely we better probably both (laughs) (laughs) 20 years you think i'm gonna be pushing 60 and still Uh, living in this body i don't think so doubtful um but if we are alive i think we should make Mm -hmm. a pact to go there i think so Mm -hmm. even if one of us is just like a head in a jar we should totally go yeah by that time a head in a jar will be so advanced yeah you can still see it from inside the jar i think Yeah, they won't. Yeah, no one will even laugh at us when we're like two heads on a jar sitting on the cliffs of Dover (laughs) watching a (laughs) shipwreck. Because laughter is what I think of uh, as a response when you see someone with a head in a jar sitting on a beach. I would think, how funny. (laughs) It's those two heads in a jar from the podcast. They're here for me. I don't know those heads. They're from their podcast. Oh, yeah. One of them's daughter just found out he made a story about them 20 years ago. She didn't like it very yeah. much. One of the black hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that is the potentially ongoing story of the Lady Lovabond, a ghost ship. And you'll remember not too long ago, I said I wanted to find an ocean ghost. And I think I'm going to count that this one. Counts. That is an ocean ghost. It's many ocean yeah. ghosts, in fact. That's correct. Uh, boy. Wow. Thank you all for listening. If you are liking this, you can go, please go rate us on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and let us know how, how many times you like to give this five stars. That's (laughs) (laughs) And if you, if you don't want to give it five stars, that is understandable. And instead of rating it, what you can do is you can go to our website is this a ghost.com and send us the number of stars you would have rated it mm-hmm. along with very specific um, critiques. And I'll just forward that straight to Patrick when it comes yeah. to the inbox. I've got, I've got a whole like Google doc going for it. It's fine. Yeah, that's good. It, it's, it's getting lengthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all I have. What do you think? What do you, would you, what do you, out of 10, what do you think about this story tonight? This episode tonight, it was an like, Ten and a half, maybe like a ten point six. Yeah, it <laughs> was perfect. it was pretty high. It was pretty good. That's why we pay to keep you around. That's mm-hmm. good. Thanks. 
I will uh, we'll see everyone next week when I will have another story that I assume is going to be good. I, do, I have no idea what it it's going to be. be. It will be. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm running out of time to research it. It's going to be good. We have a week. What are you talking about? <sighs> I'm not going to take that week. It's gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start Googling on Saturday, and it could be two days. It's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs>